I'm consistently consistent. I feel like the villain, the villain era is very fitting for this podcast. I think it is. Yeah. So hello and welcome to Consistently Consistent, the podcast where we start our villain era. <laughs> sometimes we'll be moral. Sometimes we'll be amoral. Sometimes we'll be straight up fucked up. <laughs> sometimes we will just be. Oh, that's very deep, Rachel. Thank you, Melanie. I try. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I go deep. Sometimes I don't go too deep, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not too deep. Not too deep. Just deep enough. Mm-hmm. Don't want to. Yeah, just five feet deep. We don't yeah. want to go six feet. Go six feet. That's a grave. Yeah, five feet. That's just that's a grave. That's a pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's an in ground, um, a like underground pool. In ground pool. In, that's what I was gonna say, but I thought that wasn't right. Are you talking about? Is a pool? that the right? Yeah, is that right? Yes, the in ground one is the one that's built into the ground. Yeah. Hence, in ground words. Pool. Not under I have a migraine. I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm halfway to drunk brain. She's blue. She's halfway there. Migraine on a. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to catch on to what that was. <laughs> I was trying to do it so we don't get, you know, attacked by copyright. Yeah. Sorry. No, copyright, not attack. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Rachel, is my migraines contagious? Yes. (laughs) Okay, so what is the the topic? Is that what the word is? Jesus fucking Christ. I think I'm not halfway. I'm full there. For today, listeners, is we're ripping off another distractible. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. Legally, we have not done that. No, it's just we happen to have the same ideas as Bob, Mark, and Wade, and they have the same same ideas. Time, exact same time we had them. Yes, it's not. There's. It's not that they had them first. We had them at the same time. Yes, we had Legally. them. Sim- we had them simul- simultaneously. Yes, simultaneously. Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we are going to talk about moral dilemmas, and we're going to see how Rachel and I will handle them. But instead of just being normal and being like, "Hey." How would regular Melanie and regular Rachel deal with them? We thought, how could we one-up each other by saying who could be the most moral or the least moral? And we'll alternate. Yes. Because we want to outdo each other. Yes, because even though we are best friends and we have been best friends for almost two decades, you still want to one-up your friends sometimes. Rachel, do you know how long two decades is? Yeah, we didn't meet when we were nine. I said almost. We were like 
16. 15, 14. Listen, like, we're, yeah, halfway it was like 16. we're halfway to two decades. We met when we were like 15 and we didn't even become good friends when we were like 16, 17, okay? We're we got like half, 12 years, Rachel. You're halfway to two decades. You are lying to the listeners. You are getting one up from me already by being amoral. Because <laughs> we are old. As we have already. Continuing your villain era already. By lying to the listeners. I lie. When don't I lie? (laughs) You're like, you know what? 12 years. That means 20. That means 40. We've been together for 50 years. We've been friends for 60 years. (laughs) Don't go into that. (laughs) Don't go there. Don't bring up. Don't bring that up. The end of the line don't do it are you gonna stay with me to the end of the line or are you gonna abandon me for the person you missed out, the blob you missed out on the blob i don't know you Did you call yeah. her a blob <laughs> like with the blob yes i called her a blob because she is a blob okay i <laughs> and i don't know you could be attracted to a blob the blob can give you the emotional connection. I'm the blob sexual. How'd you know? Yeah, she's blob sexual. It really gets me. Uh, it gets me going. And just there with its blobness. No, regular Melanie would never turn o- turn away from you. But, you know, amoral Melanie, who's really trying to one-up you, would just, like, cut you right off. Because that's oh, yeah. what we're doing in this episode. Yes. Amoral Melanie would kick me to the curb. Yes. It's no hold barred. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because no bars holded would be mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird either way, really. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, so... One of us will read a scenario, mm-hmm. and then we will start with, um, what do you want to start with, Rachel? Do you want to start with the good or the bad? How about we not tell each other which one we're going to start with, and we just go and see if the other person can tell? Oh, I think we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but Sure. <laughs> And then we'll alternate between good and bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we'll tr- just keep trying to one-up each other and see who can make the craziest scenario. Yes. Okay. So do you have a dilemma you'd like to start with? I do. So... Um, all right, here we go. You receive a package at your home that was delivered to the wrong address. The shipping label indicates it is a favorite item that you cannot afford to purchase yourself. Do you keep it or notify the person it was intended for? Okay. So I receive a package. Mm-hmm. The mailman delivered you a package. 
package. Wink, wink. <laughs> You've never met the mailman, Rachel. No. The mailman, no, no. Hmm. So the favorite item. How, mm-hmm. does one, how does the label indicate it's a favorite item? Because apparently labels in this universe just say that it's like the most expensive to John Smith. It's my favorite. <laughs> no, it says John Smith. It's uh, his favorite. It's his favorite. I'm assuming the label will probably say it's from like for so like say it I know you probably don't like you don't like purses that much. I don't I'm trying to think what kind of it's like the newest iPhone or something. Mm-hmm. And it says on the label John Smith package from Apple contents iPhone 20 XSP. Let's say it's like a gaming PC because okay. I want one. It's an a, it's the newest Alienware gaming PC. And it says to John Smith is his favorite. This is favorite Alienware. It's in your favorite color black. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know how I like black. It's like got my soul. And yes. the meaning of my name, Melanie, yeah. is it's, black. It's got, like, cool galaxy black designs on it. hmm And John Smith is my neighbor, and I'm like... Yes. Okay. So I received this package, and I'm like, oh, it's John's. John's gone away to Florida. He's a fuckwit with lots of money. And he goes to Florida, like, once a month because he's so rich. And he has a yacht in his driveway. That's where he parks it because it has wheels. That's how you know he's so rich. Yes, he just keeps his yacht in his driveway. Yes, it has wheels. That's where you keep them. Mm -hmm. And so... I get this here, and I'm like, yes, of course, mailman. I will accept this very large package that you are swinging around. So So I accept it on John's behalf Mm -hmm. because I am a good person. Mm -hmm. And then, as a good person does, I bring it into my house to store it for him because he's gone away to Florida like he does every month. Mm-hmm. with his richness mm-hmm. and then as a good person I unpackage it to make sure that it is safe and does not have any damage mm-hmm. because I am a good neighbor and then being a good neighbor I take it out and set it up mm-hmm. in my house to make sure again that it's it's all good everything's working and then I play many hours of games on it I would particularly like to play the Chilla's Art games that I've been seeing Jacksepticeye play because I'd really like to play those. And so I'm going to start playing those to make start with those to make sure it's running properly. You know, it doesn't overheat to make sure that, you know, J- John would really appreciate that because he also wants me to, you know, check on his house and take his mail. He's already asked me these things. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He asked me to do it. Why wouldn't I do it for him? I'm a good neighbor. So while I'm dealing with all of this, I destroy the evidence of the packaging. So I take that out 
to John's backyard where he has like an in-ground like big fire pit. And he says, you know, watch my house, take care of it, blah, 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 walk my dog, all that. So I bring it all over there and I burn it. I make s'mores, which, you know, the contents of which I got with ingredients from his kitchen. Because mm-hmm. I'm just making sure they don't go to waste, you know. Mar- marshmallows do have an expiry date and it's when John gets back. Mm-hmm. And so I take that and I do that. I roast that over his fire pit. So that's all destroyed all of the evidence. And then I go into his house and you know what? Oh no, the dog looks so lonely. I should bring him home to my house. <laughs> so I do bring him over so I, you know, he so he's not sad. Mm-hmm. Right? Because his, do- his dog name is Lucky. And you're not very lucky if John goes away all the time. Mm-hmm. So I bring Lucky over. I take his collar off. I also burn that in the fire pit. It's gone. <laughs> and then I give him a new collar. And his name is Bucky now. Bucky Burns. Just saying. Yeah, he's real cute. He's golden retriever. Yeah. And I took him to uh, the groomer. So we get him like a little, looking a little different, a little trimmed up. So just make sure it's all looking different. I've also got some like dog colory dye stuff, like this dog safe uh, hair dye. Mm-hmm. So I do a little, little mixy matchy stuff on there. And I also have put up missing posters all over the the neighborhood that Lucky has gone missing. Mm-hmm. And so I've told John this as well over the phone because I've been calling him every day. Mm-hmm. And um, to giving him updates on Lucky with pictures that I've taken beforehand to make sure he thought Bucky was fine. But anyway, so the pictures are all up in the neighborhood. Oh my God, Lucky is missing. What the hell are we going to do? Also, I got a new dog. Oh my God. And I'm watching it for a friend first, but I'm adopting it because they can't really take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's so sad because they're gone away so much. Um, and then, then what I do is I murder the mailman. <laughs> oh my God. To really just cut things out because I can't have any witnesses to I accept that package. Mm-hmm. And he was really the last link and it said, you know, he did ask me out. So it was the perfect thing. So while we were going out on a date, it was like, oh my God, come over. It'll be so great. Well, hi, whatever. And then we're like, I'm like, oh, you know what? We shouldn't, we shouldn't have the date at my house. Cause that would be like a problem. Cause then people would know he's coming to my house. So we're having like a date. We're going to go to this bar and it's like a dive bar and it's like way off the, you know, beaten path. So I just like kill him in the woods and then drop the body. And uh, then I come home and I'm like, fine. Yeah. And I clean up and then I play with Bucky and John comes home and he's like, oh my God, where's my dog? And I'm like, I put it up. I even offered a reward of a thousand dollars. I'm such a good neighbor. <laughs> Here's my dog, Bucky. Didn't you like all the colorful fur he has? He does not look like Bucky at all anymore. He's not suspicious. And he doesn't come over into my house because, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Single woman living alone. Oh yes, you cannot yeah. have a strange man into your apartment. I have a story about that. I, it's a full house. I have a full house in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I you... probably murdered my parents. <laughs> Just Honestly, at the at the rate that you're going, yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, no, no. Casual murders. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it. Yeah. 
John was none the wiser, and if he did become the wiser, maybe he has to go. Maybe John, uh, maybe John got to die. Maybe John has to die, and maybe his will might have said that if something would have to go to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, just kidding. All these things are made up. <laughs> Do you, uh, not So, really. of course, I went with the good neighbor moral story. So, that's for you to start with. Uh, not related. You don't have... <laughs> clients named john do you i can neither confirm nor deny who may or may not be a client of mine okay okay all right legally okay. speaking i know okay okay mm-hmm. okay. Okay. okay i also am not a murderer okay comedy melanie wants to say yet Lawyer Melanie says, don't say that. Yeah, Lawyer Melanie can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wow. I feel like that was like, I really wanted to ease in slow for the listeners. To really like yeah. dip their toe in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it really seems like you did. Yeah, just still dip or toe. Yeah, just uh, dip it in slowly. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to give Eli a little brother. That's that's really where the point of the story was. I mean, you could just put a deposit down for another dog. That's an option. See, I really shouldn't get another dog right now. He's I'm a little too busy. But, you know. It's probably just the suggestion you shouldn't. But, you know, good neighbor Melanie would obviously take care of a dog that was being mistreated. Oh, obviously. Left alone. Mm-hmm. With, you know, good gaming PC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel, what, what would you do? What would you do? Oh, are we, are we giving you the same thing to deal with? Yeah, I think we should both answer. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should both answer those ones, or should you give me a new one? Um, I don't know. What do you think? If we're going based on distractible rules, <laughs> the answer is the same one. Well... Legally speaking, we had the same idea at the same time. Who knew? Um, wow. Um, can you think of stuff to go off the same one? Yeah, I think Okay. what I would do if my neighbor got a package, if a package showed up, say, because I live in yeah, an apartment building. You don't have to... You don't have to use any of the, the same details that I use, right? You no. can just use yeah. the same prompt and then so, go off so, whatever so tangent you want. You know, I get a, I live in an apartment building. My buzzer buzzes one day. I go out and it's the Canada Post man. Mm-hmm. No, it's the FedEx man, not Canada oh, Post. It's okay. the FedEx. And he's got a package. And he goes, oh, apartment 102? And I stop for a second. And I'm thinking, 
you buzzed 101, but you're asking me if it's 102. Was this a mistake or did you do this on purpose? Ooh, twist of fate. So then I say, oh, I'm actually in 101, but I can drop it off to 102. We're good friends. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, so that that's okay. Can you just sign for this? And I say, of course I'll sign for it. And of course, I don't sign my real name. Mm-hmm. I sign somebody else's name. Perhaps someone named Shmora Lances. Shmora Lances? <laughs> Shmora Lances. <laughs> and he looks at it and goes, hmm, Shmora. I have a sister named Shmora. That's interesting. I said, oh, a small world. <laughs> so I take the package. I look at it. And I see it is a coveted Marvel Infinity War poster signed by all of the cast. Oh. And everybody who knows me knows I love Marvel. Mm -hmm. I have it tattooed on my body. I love it. <laughs> and I look at it and I go, oh, there was only five of these sold because I've done my research on this stuff because I was going to buy one, but I'm poor. So I can't, <laughs> you know, I'm in school. I can't, and I work, even though I work and I'm in school, I can't afford to buy a $500,000 poster. No, you're no John Smith. No, I'm not Larry, my neighbor. Mm -hmm. So I look at it and I go, hmm, I should drop it at his door. But if I drop it at his door, because I live in an apartment building, someone could take it. Mm -hmm. So it's best if I just keep it in my place until he gets home. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. I take it in and I say, I should make sure it's not damaged. So I open mm -hmm. it up. It's not damaged. It's beautiful. It even looks like there's a schmear next to Sebastian Stan's name. <laughs> Maybe he had like some sauce on his thumb. And he was signed at that same time, and there's like Schmier. a smear. So me, a smear. <laughs> so me being the normal person that I am, of course I sniffed the smear. <laughs> you had to. I have to. Make you sure had to investigate it. To make sure it wasn't done post-signature. It's the neighborly thing to do. It is the neighborly thing to do. And then I decide, you know what? Larry's a dick. I'm keeping this poster. And I put it up on my wall. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I put it up on my ceiling so when I go to bed, I can look up at the poster. And all of oh my God. Yeah. And I also took a cloth and wiped the schmear, and I sleep with that under my pillow. Larry asked me about it, I'll be like, no, nothing came in the mail. <laughs> when he calls the company, he'll be like, yeah, someone named Shmora Lances signed for it. He's like, who the fuck is Shmora Lances? And then I cause him to get into a fight with the neighbor next to him. Because mm -hmm. her name is Laura. 
So he oh. thinks maybe she did it, and then they get into a fight. Mm-hmm. And, one of, and then Larry moves out, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. As I sniff my schmear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If anybody looked through your apartment to see if you had the poster, no one would look up on the ceiling. Exactly. Nobody's going to look on the ceiling. Like, if you're, you're the only person who looks at the ceiling is if you're a guy on his back on my bed. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure they're always on top. No, I would just blindfold them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You've thought about every every opportunity <laughs> that you would get caught. You've done it. Or if they're like, oh man, that's a cool poster. How'd you get it? Oh, I won it at a contest as I sniffed my schmear. <laughs> 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 just like in the middle of getting hot and heavy with a guy and you're just like hold on a second I need to sniff my smear no I don't tell him that I put my head down like I'm kissing his neck and I grab it from under my pillow and go <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like Sebastian I'm just like, mm, just like what? My my name is John. My like, name's John. Not tonight. Sebastian tonight. <laughs> no one touches my schmear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think they were both very amoral. Yep, I think we definitely were. <laughs> I think one of them was a little more bloody. I think yours was definitely more immoral than what I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think yours was more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I'm just going to put this in my apartment and then just wait. <laughs> Just my neighbors to fight. Why not? Yeah. No, what I would do to make them fight is I would stick a note under Larry's door that looks like it's from Laura and it'd be like, ha ha, suck it. I've got your poster. <laughs> <laughs> and then they fight. All right. You got one? Yes. Hmm. The one I wanted to start with. You go out with your husband for dinner at a new restaurant you have not frequented before. It is in a part of town you rarely visit. You're shocked to see your friend's spouse having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From the way they are behaving, it is obvious they're more than friends. Couple finish their meal and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way out the door. Do you tell your friend knowing you will probably not be believed and it may ruin your friendship, Say nothing about seeing the couple as it's none of your business. They may even have an open relationship. So but you basically see your friend's spouse out with someone that's obviously not your friend who's married to them and you think they're basically cheating. What do you do? Hmm. Get super moral on their ass, Rachel.
I would, so I'm out with my husband, okay, at a and new restaurant. You know what? You look over and you see my spouse out with someone. <gasps> mm-hmm. And you get, you had to be super, super moral. And I turn to, so what would probably actually happen because I am the least observant person on the face of the planet. <laughs> My husband, my loving husband, Ricardo, let's call him Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ricardo, we're out for our anniversary dinner. It's been five wonderful years. We have a little girl and we have another baby on the way. I have my six German Shepherds and my four <laughs> Australian mini Aussies. <laughs> Got a beautiful house and we're out and he goes, hey, isn't that- uh, Fernando. Isn't that Fernando, Melanie's spouse? And he tells me, "Don't, don't make it obvious. Don't, don't make it obvious that you're looking." And I, and I do my casual shoulder, pretend I'm looking around for the waiter. You know, <laughs> sure enough, I spy <laughs> Fernando, <laughs> and he's with this woman who's got like ugly ass dyed blonde hair. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's cheating." And Ricardo's like, we shouldn't get involved. I'm like, no, I have to. She's my best friend. We've been friends for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> we've been friends for longer than we've been alive. We've been friends. No, this is a few years down the road. Oh, okay, okay. No, I, we've been friends for 30 years, Ricardo. I can't just ignore it. As a therapist, I cannot ignore this. It is my moral obligation. If I see somebody with perceived harm to themselves or to others, I have to report it. It's part of being a therapist. You don't understand because you're just a mechanic. It's fine, I get it. You know what? <laughs> you don't understand, you're just a mechanic. <laughs> How you got divorced <laughs> no no he, he knows he's like yes sure he's like says the woman who couldn't figure out how to change her who couldn't figure out how to change her oil in her car i'd be like yeah. just, just it's not about the car right now ricardo okay <laughs> so then i call you i know you're already in bed with your 20 german shepherds <laughs> snug <laughs> you've got your 20 german shepherds you've got your 20 cats you're all snug in your bed you're watching some crime show and i call you and i say melanie sarmat i have bad news sarmat sarmat oh okay. paul made that sound like Thar <laughs> is that my is that gonna be my last name for no, that's one of your nicknames is thermit yeah but it just sounded weird over the call <laughs> like the audio right so i was like is that my last name no and i say thermit h-a-r-m-i-t is what it sounded like i say i have bad news for you and I am morally obligated to report as a therapist. 
because there's perceived harm to yourself and you're annoyed and you're like, just get on with it. What happened? <laughs> and I say, I saw Ricardo out with this bimbo and she was laying it all on thick. She was twerking it <laughs> and he was, he was kissing her all over her arm because she likes that for some reason. <laughs> and I say, I have, I, he's cheating on you. I'm sorry, but he's cheating on you. And I had to tell you. <laughs> and you hang, and you say thank you, and you hang up the phone, and I get in the car that I had the oil problem with earlier, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> And Fernando goes, how did she take it? And I said, oh, she's dead. <laughs> he goes, she's well, you dead? I said, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> I said, and he's like, what do you mean? I said, she said, okay, thank you. And hung up. He's dead. That man is not making it out of that house alive. And he goes, should we call the police? I said, no, no. We let them deal with it. And then we go home. And our 50 dogs greet us at the door. <laughs> the babysitter, we... For some reason, the babysitter left already, but whatever. Our child is fine. Turns out our child is not fine, and she is possessed by a demon. (laughs) (laughs) I would tell my friend, long story short. I like the twist ending. Then I would get an exorcist for my demon child. (laughs) <laughs> and if not then i would just uh, uh you know apply the count furlough method and leave her on the church step <laughs> this one's defective we're gonna make another i already have one cooking so it's fine <laughs> i have the replacement so don't I worry about it on the way yeah i don't need a refund don't worry about exactly. it exactly she can ring the bells of Notre Dame. <laughs> oh my god. And just in that scenario, the Melanie of that scenario. Yes. She would uh, rally her 20 German Shepherd troops. Yes. And rally her small she army. Would, her, her army of yes. large German Shepherds. Exactly. And, They're all 110 pounds of Eli. He's the leader. Yeah. And, oh, he would be a terrible leader. Yeah, I know, but he's the leader because he's the oldest. It's just how it goes. And he'd be like, oh, what are we going to do now? I don't know. And I'd be like, yeah, this, you stay home. I've got this. this. Scenario, the other 20 are the ones that are coming for this. In, in this scenario, the Melanie in this scenario is not a lawyer. Yeah, she, but, well, no, she's a dirty, she's a dirty lawyer. Oh, yes. Okay, she's yeah. a dirty lawyer. Yes. Yeah, she covers shit up. Yes. Not real Melanie. No. <laughs> Fake Melanie. And she goes, onward, clan, charge. And they go to the restaurant. <laughs> All 20 German shepherds flood in like a herd, a stampede. <laughs> they just, just t- stampede over all the tables. <laughs> and you hear screams. Of course, you're already gone from there. I've already made sure of this. 
Oh no, so, I already left it. I'm home, and we can hear the screams across town, though, because obviously, a yeah, and you're like watching the news, and you're like, "Oh my God, look what happened at the restaurant!" Oh my God, and in today's right? evening, seven died as a horde of German shepherds ran through the <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> and they like don't know how to identify them. And they're like, "Are we? Are they German shepherds? Are they? Are they wolves? I don't know what's happening. Everything was just a blur of brown and black." There's a guy there that's just like, well, I was just here to get some pasta, and now my wife's dead. <laughs> my wife's been eaten by a dog. I got eaten by a dog, and the dog took my arm. And the dog ate my pasta. <laughs> it was a rigatoni, and then all of a sudden he took my rigatoni. Down. <laughs> but at least he let go of my arm. You, I get that reattached. <laughs> and then they wouldn't even know. They wouldn't know it hit him. No, because there's like I would be a widower. I'd be like, oh, so sorry about your loss. And I'd be like, oh, I know, and crying, just like patting my tears away, like in my fancy black outfit with my yeah. black veil and everything at the funeral. I'm, like, yeah. I'm so sad. I don't know what happened to my house. What you do is you actually have a slice of onion in the tissue, so every time you dab, it creates tears, so it looks like you're... Oh, no, 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 I can cry on command. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I just think about, you know, my life. Okay. My trauma. <laughs> Fair. Valid. Same. Or just go off my antidepressants. It's fine. <laughs> That also works. And then watch Infinity War and Game and ball your eyes out at. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. <laughs> Mr. Stark? Mr. Stark? I don't feel so good. The part where Tony dies, though, and, and uh, Peter is just going, Mr. Stark? Mr. Stark? He won. That, that, I... part, that part gets me. I can't. Yep. yep. Even on the antidepressants. Oh yeah, no, I bawled. I was it's on my strong head. enough. And it was just whoo. Just whoo. Anyways, yeah. your answer for that one. Yeah, I don't know how I can top that, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into it. <laughs> okay, so let's flip it around. So your husband Ricardo is there with a blonde ass bimbo. Mm-hmm. And I'm there with my husband, Fernando. Yes. And you know, Eli's under the table. Yes. And he's just like snoring. Yes. And then I look over because I'm always aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Though I probably don't recognize half of anybody. So, but I'm always looking around because PTSD, hypervigilance, and ADHD. Constant vigilance. Yes, constant <laughs> vigilance, but I have terrible facial recognition. So most of the time, I don't remember what anybody looks like. And if I didn't like your husband, I wouldn't remember what his face looks like. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, fair. Fair. So I'm just like looking around and then I'm like, oh, what? I think I know that person. But I don't know from where. I'd be like, Fernando, you remember shit. Who's that dude? I'd be like, I don't know who that guy is. We had dinner with him yesterday. Him and his wife. You remember his wife? Your friend? Your best friend of 30 years? 
I, I, you're gonna be need to be clearer, Fernando. I don't know. I don't like when you speak in riddles. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, Melanie. That's Rachel's husband. <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck it is. Look at him all over that bimbo. He's kissing her arms. He looks like she likes it. <laughs> in the middle of the restaurant. Can't be kissing people's arms. I told you that last time we were here, and you were like trying to kiss my arms. And I was like, "You can't just do that in a restaurant, Fernando. <laughs> what are you raised in a barn?" <laughs> <laughs> and so now that we figured out this is Rachel's husband, mm-hmm. I've confirmed it with Fernando because this is how I go about my life. I can't recognize people very well, so. Now I have Fernando to do this, and Lexi's not here to do it now, because I've upgraded to a husband. Yes. (laughs) Instead of, you know, Rachel or Lexi being here to be like, hey, who's that? Oh, it's a person that I should know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, I should go over and stop that. Wait, should I tell Rachel first? And like Fernando, I'm gonna need you to like not talk, but like I'm gonna soundboard like ideas at mm-hmm. your face, but you're gonna shut the fuck up, okay? And he's just gonna be like, oh, this fucking thing again. Why did I marry you? And I'm gonna be like, I don't know. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. So here we are. And I'm like, do I a go over there and beat the shit out of him in the restaurant, or b? go over there and cause a fucking scene like dramatic like pretend i'm his wife just like to fuck with him mm-hmm. uh and like film it you'd film it though like you you have your phone on you right fernando yes okay perfect mm-hmm. and then like say we send that to rachel because she would enjoy that mm-hmm. and then um or c call rachel and then rachel and i fuck with him uh or or four am i am i counting with a or one two three four no i don't it doesn't matter um i'm gonna call rachel i'm gonna call rachel okay i'm calling rachel mm-hmm. and then i'm like fernando you shut the fuck up still so I'm, I'm on a phone call you can't <laughs> stop talking <laughs> fernando you're so rude okay you can't i we've talked about this you can't interrupt people on phone calls. It's rude. Okay. And so I call you and I'm like, Rachel, okay, I'm calling you. Okay. You, you have to be yourself now. Okay. Okay. So ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Melanie. I'm at this restaurant called. Oh, yeah. The new one. How is it? Yeah. Uh, it sucks because I'm seeing your husband over there. Uh, kissing some random bimbo's arms. I sent you a picture. Fernando, did you send her the picture? Fernando, you're such a fucking idiot. Why didn't you send her the picture? Oh my god, Rachel, did you get the picture? Yeah, hang on one sec. I I think it just came in. Fernando, I don't know why we haven't divorced yet, okay? If it weren't for the fucking son of a bitch. I know, right? So, I've been working on plans with Fernando. He's been useless as usual. So, yeah. Why? Are you what? Doing? What do we do? What do we do? Do you want me to go fuck with him, and Fernando will film it? 
you know, we've worked on it. Fernando does know how to film now. Okay. And then like, or do you want to come here and we'll both fuck with him? Or like, do you have another idea? You know what? Mm-hmm. Let's both fuck with him. Okay. You pretend to be me and then I'll pretend to be another girl. No, I'll be me sure. and you pretend to be another girl. Okay, so we'll like we'll like uh, John Tucker him. Yeah, John because John Tucker. So like we'll wife. yeah, like we'll like pretend like we're all his like mistresses, right? Like you're you're his wife and I'm I'm another mistress and we'll just be like, oh my god, why are you doing this to us? Yeah, and like cause a huge scene in the restaurant. Like, obviously, I'm like super pregnant. I'm like nine and a half months pregnant, so I'll be like, how could you do this? I'm pregnant yeah. with your child, and I'll pretend I don't know you and okay. that like. I'm like just another mistress who just saw him and was like, oh my God, what? You have a, you have a wife with a baby? What? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. And we'll throw drinks on him. Okay. Sounds good. I'll bring the bag. Yeah. Just... But like, like don't physically hit him though. Cause there's like witnesses. Okay. And we'll save that for like when no witnesses. Okay. 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 As okay. your lawyer, I'm saying this. Okay. Okay. Sounds and good. And Fernando like shut the fuck up. You didn't hear that. And <laughs> listen, really, cause that's legal advice. You really need to divorce him. Just, just saying. No, 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 no. He's really good taking care of the kids, and I and I wouldn't have to pay a babysitter then, you know? Okay. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And he walks the dogs, too. There you go. He's really good at cleaning toilets, aren't you, Fernando? You're so good at that. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. So then shut the fuck up. I'm on a call. Okay. Yeah, great. Um, so, yeah, like, how soon can you get here? Because, like, oh, they look like they're car. having dessert. I'm in my car already. Yeah, like, dessert but like on her so it's like really weird like the how was the rachel i'm surprised like how did you marry this guy because he's like drizzling the dessert on her arms and licking it off in the restaurant and nobody's fucking saying you know he told me he was over this arm licking fetish it's obvious he lied yeah so i'm really confused like fernando if you don't shut the fuck up i your face just turn your face away avert your face (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay and scene and scene <laughs> oh that's a good one <laughs> yeah fernando is the name of um, my little snowman mascot at the at the office oh okay yeah he's my tree topper oh uh, the christmas tree and um he holds a little uh, uh, business card in his hand. Oh. Also, I think I broke him. Oh, no. By shoving him on top of the tree so aggressively. <laughs> so um, that's kind of our relationship. I mean, that's uh, like, you know, shut the fuck up, Fernando. Shut the fuck up and get on top of the tree. <laughs> oh, I broke you. Why are you being so difficult, Fernando? <laughs> Just, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Avert your face. Fernando, avert- your face is too loud. Just avert your face. <laughs> oh. So I don't think we should ever get married. We can marry each other for like tax purposes. You know what? If we're not married by the time we're 40, you're like the third person I've said this to. So we're just going to be in a giant commune. We should oh. all just get married. Oh my God. Yeah. Giant commune would be great. Yes. Is that legal? I don't think so. Shh, it's fine. Not yet, but like it's not legal yet. By the time we're forty, it will probably be legal. 
marriage is a construct exactly exactly it's fine however i kind of i've been thinking about it lately on a side note not moral thing i was talking about like with my friends and stuff and i always been like oh if i get married i'm like no i'm gonna stop saying if i'm gonna say when i get married so i can just manifest some shit that's also part of part of my villain era is just manifesting (laughs) because i've decided that i'm going to screech in all my non-newfie friends (laughs) yeah i'm i'm not sure i want to get married it's okay you can live through me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not sure i want to get married and practicing family law doesn't make it any better oh yeah that probably may you're probably just like birth control every day (laughs) i'm just like how many forms of birth control can i put in my body at once before they cancel themselves out. <laughs> oh, shoot. Didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like, is a negative and a negative make a positive? I mean, a negative and, and a negative. a positive on a pregnancy test make a positive? What? Oh. Okay. I think we should not think about this too much. It's terrifying me. It's a terrifying idea. <laughs> that, is the, that is the worst horror movie I could ever experience. God, yes. <laughs> Yes, this is the worst horror ex- movie experience any woman of childbearing age can experience. Mm-hmm. You take so many birth control that they all cancel each other out, but you don't think they cancel each other out, and then bam, you're pregnant. <laughs> With some guy whose name is Dave's baby. <laughs> Dave who? Just some random. Dave Shermuffa Fluffagus. Just some random guy named Dave, you know, who holds it. He's like that person on the dating website that's with the pictures of him with the fish. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, you always skip. You got to skip over those people. You skip over the people who have the fish. The people that have the fish are the ones like the people like that try to have big trucks. They're overcompensating for a small dick. I have a say small fish or small dick? Small dick. Okay. I wasn't sure. I'm like. You say small did you think I said small dish? I heard small fish. Oh, small fish. No, they're showing you their big fish. Because they're overcompensating for their small dick, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's probably the only big fish they've ever caught <laughs> as well. So, yeah, they are overcompensating for that as well. Yeah. Cause you, also, they, did they even catch that one or was that someone someone else caught and handed to them? I guarantee you, like, they're, fr- they're like friend from high school who's a girl who definitely has a crush from them caught the fish because she's much better at the wilderness stuff than he is yeah and he like took it off the hook for her and was like oh hold it up and take a picture for you honey yeah she's like let me take it off she was like it's icky yeah even though she caught the fish she's like it's icky it's like it's slimy i don't want to touch it yes and he's like i'll do it for you don't worry babe and she's like oh my god we're meant to be here hands touched so briefly <laughs> oh my god we're gonna have so much fun with the the, the next movie watch rachel oh my god yes <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of the episode but we do have our next movie watch anyways next moral thing and i expect you to be just be you normal me migraine you <laughs> no, but you want no. You want me to answer it as regular Melanie? 
I mean, answer it as just over the top. Answer it as whatever Melanie decides to spring forward in that moment. (laughs) Okay. So, you're involved in a two-car crash on your way to work one morning in which you accidentally hit and kill a pedestrian. As you get out of the car, you are intercepted by a tearful woman who seems to think that she hit and killed the pedestrian. You're not sure why she thinks she hit the person, but she's convinced. There's only you, the woman, and the person you hit on the road. So basically, there's no witnesses because the pedestrian you hit is dead. You You know that whoever is deemed responsible will probably be sent to jail. So, do you confess your responsibility, or do you let the woman take the blame? Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell you which Melanie's answering. Okay. I'm just going to go off. Okay. So, first thing I do is I take the woman and I hold her in my arm. And I say, dear child, it's all right. I am the one who murdered that thing, person, (laughs) whatever type of person it was. Child, I don't know what it was. It was just a pedestrian. Now it's roadkill. (laughs) It's now roadkill. And now it will go back into the earth from which it came. And that is the circle of life. Have you seen The Lion King? It's a good movie. (laughs) So take the burden and put it on my shoulders, child. It will be fine. Are you and then, Shh, I'm not finished. Okay. <laughs> but maybe. And then I say, you know what we need? A priest. So I call my favorite priest. And I call him up. Father Joe. I got him on speed dial. <laughs> sure. Is he real? No. But that doesn't matter. Doesn't. So he, I call him. And she's like, no, 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 no. Should we call an ambulance? Or the police? I say, no. All we need is Father Joe. And Father Joe comes to the accident. And he blesses the cars. And he blesses the woman. And he blesses the roadkill. And he blesses me. (laughs) And then he blesses everything away. And by away, I don't mean anything other than getting rid of the evidence. Because Father Joe is really just Joe Santorelli, who's the head of the mob. And what he does is he blesses her with a bullet to the head. And then (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And he blesses the cars by having his boys destroy them and sink them into the lake and then he gets rid of the body 
the roadkill. And me, he cleans me up. He sends me back because I work for Father Joe down on the docks. Oh, That's me. <laughs> That's the Melanie that you got in this one. Oh my God. I ended so up making this the moral one and then I forgot how to do it. Because <laughs> I was getting the priest there and then I got confused. So that's Ma this is Melanie Mafia. Mafia Melanie. Got it. Yep. Um so that's what happened. So no one okay. goes to jail. Um I wanted to make that a moral one and then I went off track. I yeah. don't know how it went off track. It went off track as soon as you said Joe is not a priest. He's a mafia boss. If you just left it at he makes it disappear i thought maybe joe was gonna be a wizard or maybe it was joe from the show <laughs> you because i've been re-watching you and oh, i was like, oh. and then you said nah <laughs> joe's a mafia boss and he just killed the other one. Oh yeah i forgot i forgot everything i'm so far into this migraine i don't know what's going on <laughs> so she, yeah you know what's coming next <laughs> i was like one of these dilemmas i'm gonna bring a priest in and be the moralist and moral <laughs> and then it just went so far off <laughs> i don't know how because i was like and then he blessed it all the way and then i'm like how did that what and i'm like well i guess he shot her <laughs> yes because that's the only logical thing is <laughs> the priest just shoots her He's not a priest. He's not even a priest. He's just called Father Joe. He's Father Joe. He's like, hey, Father Joe. Is he in, hey. Is he in Papa the, Joe? Whoa. Is he in the same mafia as Tuto's Johnny? Yeah, like Tuto's Johnny and like Dirty Ears Spinelli. <laughs> She's really low, though. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That... That went places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So what I'd like you to do mm -hmm. is I'd like you to start, start like I did and try to start moral okay. and then veer off track. Okay. Like a real 90 degree angle. All right. Okay. So this woman, she's <laughs> like, she comes up to me. I get out of my car to, you know, look at this poor pedestrian it was a a girl just trying to sell some girl scout cookies you know <laughs> thin mitts are all over the ground i don't know any other type of girls <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's any others that anyone else buys so a coconut thing there's probably some coconut shit one that i don't like coconut um so i'm just like ah oh, shit this is the second child i've hit this month you know what i'm thinking what? Well, first of all, second child you hit that month. That that didn't hit for a second. But all I'm thinking is like that car crash smells so good. <laughs> Between my it's like um, peppermint. It smells like peppermint. It smells like mint or it's like, um, it's like the essential oils, no, you know, like burn essential oils. It smells oils. like a bath and that's body. What that's happening. <laughs> it's just burning mint. So the woman comes over and she's like, oh my God, I hit, I hit her. I killed her. And I looked at her. I look at the woman. I look down at the child and I look back at the woman. 
And I turn to the woman and say, no, 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 you didn't hit her. I hit her. You see the blood on my car, on the, the, the grate of my car. I hit her. It's, it's fine. And she's like, oh my God. So what do we do? I said, you know what? We're, we're going to call the police. I'm just, I'm going to turn myself in and I will deal with what I've done and you can go on about your life. And she's like, oh my God, thank you. You're, you're such an amazing person. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm the best. I'm the greatest. I'm just like, so, <laughs> kind, you know, hair I, say flip. It, I say it in that. Uh, yes. And there's a hair flip. In there. I'm so kind. You could probably, you heard the hair flip when I started talking in that voice. I did. I did. So we called the police and the 911 dispatcher is like, yeah, 911, what's your emergency? I said, yes, I hit a child the intersection of Smith and Wesson, the child's dead. They're not breathing. You know, I need an ambulance and the police. Cause I want to, I want to turn myself in. And at this point I'd been talking to the woman prior to the 911 call and I got her name mm -hmm. and they say, Oh, what's your, what's your name? I said, my name is Joanne. The woman's oh. name is Joanne. Oh my God. We're like, okay, we, we get there. I said, yeah, my name's Joanne Schlagerbaum. <laughs> I hit this poor girl. The other woman doesn't hear me. She's in her car talking to her husband, being like, oh my God, I'm fine. Like, everything's fine. Like, we got the police. Mm -hmm. she, she doesn't know that I have given them her name. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, well, we'll send, we'll send some units. We'll send some ambulances and these cars and, you know. So we said, okay. So 10 minutes pass and they show up because it's Nova Scotia healthcare and our healthcare system sucks. So things take 10 minutes to show up. <laughs> so they show up and I've just been talking to Joanne, getting some information about her and everything, her life. She has a husband. She's a teacher. She has two kids. Not anymore. <laughs> they have... You know, they live a nice, comfy life. They're well off. So they live on like, they live in Bedford. So like the ritzy part of HRM. So they live in Bedford. Please mm -hmm. show up and they get out. And she's like, oh my God, thank you so much for coming. Like, this is just terrible. And they're like, yes, ma'am. What's your name? And she's like, oh, my name is Joanne. And the police officer stops and looks at her. And he says, <laughs> my name is Joanne. And she said, yes. And he goes, all right, turn around, Joanne. And she's like, what? And he's like, Joanne, you're under the arrest for the murder of this poor, innocent girl. And she's like, what? No. He's like, yep, you confessed to the 911 dispatcher that you did this. You said you hit the girl. You crushed the Thin Mints. <laughs> you even said it smells like a bath and body works. <laughs> and she's like, no, the, that woman hit her. That woman hit her. And I just looked there and I'm like, Joanne, how dare you try and frame it for me? You gave me your confession. And she's like, no, I can't. This is not acceptable. So then she, they take her away and they say, thank you, ma'am. We hope you're okay. We, we want to just take you to the hospital and make sure you're okay. And I said, no, I don't want to wait and emerge for 12 plus hours. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So I go home. Before I go home, actually. Because my car is pretty dinged up. Joanne's car is decent. Yeah. I take Joanne's car. I know it's a crime Of course. But I take Joanne's car. And I drive to mm -hmm. Shoppers. And I get some hair dye. Ah. Because Joanne is a brunette. I'm a blonde. Mm hmm I dye my hair brown. Brown, brown, brown. <laughs> brown, 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 yeah. Brown, brown, brown. 
I get some mom looking glasses. She has told me that her husband is partially blind. Mm. So I go to Joanne's house and I come home through the door and I say, honey, I'm home. And he goes, oh my gosh, you're okay. I was so worried when you didn't come home. And I said, they wanted me to come to the hospital, but I didn't want to wait 12 plus hours or 12 plus hours in emergency. fine. <laughs> and I basically assume Joanne's life. The kids, however, the youngest is like, you don't look like mommy. And I say, I am mommy. And then at night I strangled the kid. That says I don't look like mommy. And I dump her into the harbor and I just be like, oh yeah, they went on a school trip and oh, she didn't come back from the school trip. That's weird. <laughs> and I just pretend to be Joanne and then the actual Joanne goes to jail. <laughs> and myself, I just say she also died in a car accident. It's fine. There's no obituary and it's, it's beautiful. I stand at the back of my funeral to see who actually showed up. Surprisingly, the milkman is there, which I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm just watching with my umbrella and my black suit, and people are whispering, like, who's that? That's Joanne. No, Joanne's in prison. The news yeah, but, Joanne, that Joanne. Yeah, but that's new Joanne. I'm new Joanne. I'm Joanne 2.0. Yeah, and they're like, who's that in the back in the, of the funeral? And you go, that's new Joanne. And everybody's just like, that's Joanne. <laughs> One thing. How yes. do you get over the fact that the um, 911 call was made from your cell phone and not Joanne's? No, I used Joanne's phone because I said mine got crushed. <gasps> Great idea. Excellent genius. No plot holes in that. No, not at all. As I was driving in Joanne's car, I threw my actual phone out the window mm -hmm. and got a new one. Of course. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Chef's Claps. <laughs> Claps. <laughs> got next one. Uh, so you pick this one. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm just checking to see if we're going to get kicked off. No, no we've got some it. time. And yeah, we've got time before we get kicked off. Yeah. Um, there's so many cheating ones. <laughs> I know, right? I'm too close to home, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and there's one, like, a lifeguarding one. And I'm like, how am I not going to be, like, lifeguard Melanie because <laughs> hmm. I'm like I can do it mm -hmm. uh, I don't know got any ideas for which one we do next mm -hmm. doesn't matter yeah I, I don't know which one to pick though just do eeny meeny miny mo uh, okay you're on a cruise mm -hmm. and encounters an unexpected storm the storm continues to rage, and eventually you and the other passengers are told you must head to the lifeboats and abandon ship. As people begin to line up, you realize that some lines have fewer people, some have families, and some have, uh, some seem to have younger, single people. You know you're strong and capable, so do you choose 
uh, to help a group composed of three families with young children, a group of seniors who obviously could use your help or go with the young, strong people with whom you might have a better chance of survival. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm on a boat and I could help mm -hmm. other people in. And yeah, so the boat's going down mm -hmm. and there's like lineups to get on lifeboats. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to abandon the ship or you're fucking dead. So, mm -hmm. uh, there's like lineups of uh ones with families with young children ones with group of seniors who could use your help or a line with young strong people with you probably have a better chance of survival mm. and in this one you are strong and young and capable okay so i don't have all my joint problems and my small knees got it yeah and i am just you know not totally fucked I'm trying to think if i want to go moral or <laughs> or just do me i think so i see the lines and i can obviously tell like my line is better because we're fit and everything you know but also my line is full of influencers <laughs> They're all like live streaming, like, oh my god, we're on a boat that's going down. This is totally lit. And they like, <laughs> I don't know. It's totally lit. It's lit. And they dab. <laughs> they start doing like TikTok dances and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I go to go over to the other line, but they're screaming children in that line. Oh no, that's a terrible line. And me in this scenario has decided she does not want children mm. and she does not like children. So I jump overboard and just swim. <laughs> you say fuck the lifeboat? I fuck the lifeboat and I swim. I will take my chances. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't you just drown? And I drown. Too bad. At least I tried. Right, like you're imagine it's a cruise ship. Yeah, I jump off. So like you're you're like out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. It's it could fine. be like days and days away from it's like fine. So your option was suicide. It's not suicide. I'm gonna try to swim. But there's like nowhere to swim to. It's fine. So your option is tread water until you sink. I'm gonna tread water until either I sink or maybe some small fishing boat will pick me up. Mm -hmm. I'll be floating on something and this small Caribbean fishing boat will pick me up and they'll pour water and I'll open my eyes and I'll see the love of my life. Plot twist, it's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, plot twist, reality, uh, if you don't have a, a life jacket that is going to make sure that your head is above water the whole time, you only have uh, about 11 minutes until your limbs are, like, because of hypothermia, stop working. Well, then that's going to be the best 11 minutes of my life because I'm just going to be swimming in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's fine. <laughs> and then slowly as I sink to the bottom, you just hear, 
Like your decision in this one was piss Melanie off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the lifeguard in me is just so mad. <laughs> it's just like, Rachel, stop being stupid. Get in the yeah. boat. Yeah, and the influencer's gonna be like, oh, gee, that girl is so wild. She just jumped overboard and is swimming. And like, oh my god, let's go swimming with her. Well, swimming. And they're gonna do it too, and they're gonna all fucking drown. Exactly, and then it's fine. There'll be more lifeboats for the parents and the screaming children. That you don't like. Exactly. But I'll be labeled as a hero post- posthumous. posthumously. Posthumously? Posthumously. I'll be labeled a hero posthumously. It's fine. Because you killed a bunch of influencers? No, because I saved a bunch of parents and their children. They were like, this selfless woman jumped overboard to save us so we could all have these lifeboats. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and she was humming the Titanic theme song <laughs> as she drowned. As she goes underwater, you just hear her boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll make a movie about me, and it'll be beautiful. And Hexa's mad at you, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's yeah, chiming she- in. She said, this is stupid. Don't you know water is dangerous? She's up. She can't say anything. She jumps in the bathtub after I have a shower and licks up the water. Yes, she's trying to remove the water. She knows it's dangerous. She w- does not jump out when I go to turn on the shower. Hexa's got problems. Okay? Hexa has a lot of problems. We know this. Don't you? Spinelli likes to stand between the shower curtains. When I had a really, like, I don't have a clear shower curtain, like, inside liner anymore. But when I had a clear one, she would get in between the the curtains Mm -hmm. and sit there while I showered. So she was protected from the water, but she could see me. Yeah, Hexa does that. Yeah, and then she would, like, bat at me and be like, get out, you're gonna drown. Yeah, she bats at the shower curtain when she's in there, so, like, I'll hit the outside one that I have, mm-hmm. so she thinks that we're playing, but then that turns her into zoomies, and she just starts doing laps around. <laughs> <the shower. laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this now, great. What would your answer be, old lifeguard one? Oh, God. Uh, regular Melanie's just going full survival of the fittest. Okay. Okay. I'm just going like whatever's my best chance of survival. So I'm getting on a lifeboat. I don't care who the fuck I have to push out of the way to get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I'm getting on a lifeboat. I don't care who's there. Um, see, now let's analyze this logically. So <laughs> This if is not you're on the boat, question. we're not going to analyze it. We are going to analyze it. No, it's not an LSAT question. Don't do this. No, we're not analyzing it like an LSAT question. We're analyzing it like survival of the fittest. Okay. Rachel? So I'm already, I'm already, I already drowned. I'm okay, so while you are drowning, 
Melanie's <laughs> over there like, well, guess Rachel's fucked. I'm not jumping in after her and freezing my ass off. Because survival of the fittest Melanie is taken over. Mm-hmm. It's Darwin brain Melanie. And she's <laughs> going, hey, I could get on the lifeboat with all those strong people. But what happens when we run out of food and we're not, uh, you know, rescued? Mm-hmm. Do I want to fight all the strong people for the resources? Mm-hmm. No. I am getting on a boat where I will be the strongest. I would be the top dog, mm-hmm. right? So I am going to get on a boat where I will be not the, not like completely overpowered, like the strong boat that I might be booted off. And I don't really want to be on the elderly boat because what if they just keel over on me? Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Yeah. And the boat with the parents and children, probably the best bet. They're going to be so focused on their kids, but easily overpowered if need be. Mm-hmm. Right? So, strong boat, not a good idea. So, it, it's down to senior boat or parent and child boat. I'm thinking more parent and child boat. Just because if you want to be in the medium, Mm -hmm. right, you're not as weak as the children, but you're not as strong probably as, like, the the fathers, Mm -hmm. right? Like, physically to overpower people. Now, you've got to deal with, then, the family units. So maybe you do want to go with the seniors, depending on how old they are. Mm -hmm. And you could toss a few of them out of the boat if you had to. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with senior boat. I'm going on the uh, the grandparent cruise. Okay. Yeah, I'm going there. I'm gonna be top dog. Everybody's gonna look to me. I like that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "Look at this young one." And if they don't like it, get off my boat. And by that, I mean I'm throwing them off my boat because it's mm-hmm. mine now. I'm the I am the captain now. <laughs> You are the captain now. I am the captain now. Because people get crazy in life or death scenario situations. Yes. Right? And lizard brain time. You know, that part in your brain that, like, comes into play when you are in danger scenario. Yes. And you can't think of anything else and you just have to fight or flight type of thing. Mm -hmm. People do crazy shit. People do do crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be number 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Like, at the lowest rung when people doing crazy shit. Yes. So I'm going on the senior cruise. Okay. On the little lifeboat. Mm -hmm. And if it happens to be a death boat, I'm okay with that. Because it's not going to be my death boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is what Darwin Melanie is saying. Okay. That is final answer. Okay. And, uh, not getting in the water because I'm not getting hypothermia. <laughs> not going to do that. If anyone falls in, they're fucked. I'll help pull them out if it doesn't interrupt my uh, living. Okay. That's mm-hmm. fair. And also if it has to go to like a, 
like a Donner party situation. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you know what? No one's eating me because I'm going to be the strongest on the boat. Mm, See, that's kind of... uh, You're the strongest. That means you got good meat. Yeah. But you know what? If I'm the strongest, I will tip them all out of my boat. Okay, fair. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to eat the scrawny people. Like, those just throw them out. So if I decide I am not going to be eaten, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to be eaten. But if I decide I'm not going to partake in the eating, and I don't want that to happen, and I'm just going to off myself before I'm going to let that happen, I'm okay with that, right? You just jump in the water. I'll make that choice. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to let myself become the meal. Mm -hmm. Melanie's not going to become Melanie. Okay. (laughs) yeah oh not happening okay i will be strongest on the boat i am the captain now (laughs) (laughs) you try to eat me off with your self off my boat (laughs) i will die on this boat (laughs) in the way i choose okay interesting if i starve to death i will do it here or if I if I drown and go into hypothermia and stuff because I don't want to be eaten, that will be the choice I make. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I have a cramp in my leg, Rachel. Stretch, readjust yourself and stretch. I have a stretch. 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 I have to punch my leg. That's okay. I have to throw myself off the boat. Okay, that's fine. I'm done. Shoot me in the shoot me in the head. Take you into the pasture. <laughs> Look at the flowers. <laughs> you don't watch Walking Dead. You don't get that reference. <laughs> I'll call the florist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh my. <laughs> okay, I think I'm good. Okay. I got one that I think is going to be interesting for you. Uh Uh-oh. So, you are a judge for siding over the trial of an alleged bank robber who you know is innocent. However, something terrible in your life has happened. The enemies of the robber have kidnapped your nine-year-old daughter and have held her hostage. You don't know where she is. The police have tried to locate her to no avail. The kidnappers have left you an anonymous note saying that if you convict the robber, they will set your daughter free. So basically, if you let the robber go, daughter going to go swim with the fishes. So... Do you convict the robber to free your daughter or do you presume him innocent and have your daughter be murdered? Well, shit. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, in this scenario, somehow men have 
you know, birth children because I have not. Mm -hmm. That will never happen. I will never birth a child. I have already decided this. (laughs) So I've somehow gotten a man pregnant. Or you adopted. Why does a man have to birth the child? You could adopt. Psychopath. I'm telling you, I'm not having children of any way. And if I'm adopting, I'm adopting a nice 17 and a half year old. Get him right at a good age. Step <laughs> in there for the perfect age. And then just, you know, really ease them along into when they're 18 and they're off into the world. Okay. You know? So yeah. somehow I've gotten a man pregnant. Yes. And it's an oops. Mm-hmm. And now I had to pay child support. Mm-hmm. and all of this so sad yes and as a judge now in this scenario you're all too, too familiar with the child support system unfortunately yeah and I've got joint custody mm-hmm. you know to ease my child support burden mm-hmm. the only reason because I'm a terrible mother mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such an asshole. (laughs) And this is why Melanie shouldn't have kids. (laughs) Okay, so they have my nine-year-old German Shepherd. (laughs) Okay. They have my nine-year-old female German Shepherd. Okay, they have Eli's sister. Yeah, they have Eli's sister. Eli. (laughs) Eli. I will only have furry children, Rachel. Uh, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) They have my German Shepherd. All of them. They have them locked up. They have all 20 German Shepherds. (laughs) (laughs) And every hour I don't convict him, they will send me one. Send kill off another one. They will send you the tip of their ear or tail. (gasps) Oh my god, no. (laughs) They will dox them. Yes, they will dox them. Oh, not their ears. Their yeah. beautiful ears. Beautiful floppy ears when they're a puppy. Oh, they're big wolfy ears. Yes. And they're adults. Yes. Yeah, so I had to go through the whole trial and there's lots of evidence I had to go through and I hear from all the witnesses and I'm like, oh, fuck, please bring me some evidence so I can convict this fucker so that I can, you know, save my German shepherd. Please, please, someone bring me some good evidence so I don't have to be like, ha convicted on nothing. Uh, because, like, you know, I can't let my German shepherds get hurt mm-hmm. right and then it's just going and going and I'm like oh my god the crown attorney why are you just slacking on your job here come on get some evidence <laughs> and then it comes down to it the last day there's very little evidence to convict this guy and the police are got nothing on this guy to like got nothing on the people that have that have my german shepherds they can't find them and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to convict this guy like i can't i can't let this happen right what the hell is gonna happen so what i do is i do it i convict them and 
he goes to jail and then mm-hmm. I get my German shepherds back and then I confess what I did mm. I had I confess it all about what I did and I resign no no I like the money so um I don't resign take that back back that part up so okay. I, I like the money too much strike it from the record <laughs> strike it from the record yeah so no I, I confess to what I did and tell them all why and I show them all of the evidence that I have because I've been keeping track of everything mm-hmm. detailed messages everything I've been recording the calls everything that they have so the police the police already had a little bit of mm-hmm you know, knew that and they were trying to track it down. But I have everything that they've sent me, all the phone calls that they've had, like from blocked numbers, everything like that. I have all that stuff. And I show that and I'm like, we need to appeal this, like overturn his conviction. He would like declare a mistrial. He needs a new trial. I was not a good judge for that, whatever. And led it up to the, uh, basically led it up to the Supreme Court to look at what I need mm-hmm. to be doing if they want to bring anything mm-hmm. but see that like I was put in a position where I was like that but hopefully by bringing all of that forward and having him not sit in jail very long because as soon as I got my dogs back I was like there you go mm-hmm. um that I wouldn't suffer much repercussions mm-hmm. but also the province would probably get sued yeah Oops whoopsie whoops but you know what me and my dogs would be cool yeah that's fine yeah if i if anything um if anything like happened to a judge like that they would probably get forced to resign and get like a good severance hey listen and then i would live on my farm with all my dogs nothing wrong with a good severance Mm -hmm. interesting kind of took so your turn Kind of took a twist. Yeah. Um, my many children. <laughs> your many furry children. Mm-hmm. I birthed them myself. Yes, for me. Hmm. Hmm. Kidnapped my nine-year-old daughter. Hmm. I would. Hmm. it's difficult it is difficult i'm like do i want to be Hmm. first of all add some flavor to it i know i'm your daughter i'm trying to think so my daughter she's my stepdaughter actually ah okay do you even care the story let's 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 do some background i'm hoping it doesn't cut me off before we do some background I don't we'll see. Uh, she's my stepdaughter. So I have never been married up until this point. And in this scenario, I am married to the milkman. And he is oh. a daughter from his previous marriage. Okay. And we're, me and the daughter are still feeling each other out. Things are fairly new in the relationship. The marriage is fairly new. Stepdaughter's not sure how she feels about me. I'm not sure how I feel about her. A lot of it has to do with her mother talking smack. Sorry. Ah. Her mother talking smack <laughs> about me. She mm-hmm. 
you know, the mother does not interact with me, but she talks some smack. Smack. So we're not sure how we feel about each other. You know, we're pleasant in the morning. She lives with us. Milkman mm-hmm. got custody, right? So she lives with us. Like full custody? Or is it like half and half? Full custody. There was mm-hmm. a scandal involving the <gasps> wife at the hospital. Oh my god. So she couldn't get full custody. So we have full custody at home. Wow. And she has visits, supervised visits with the social a social worker. Oh my gosh, a big scandal. There was a, there was a scandal. She's, she can't practice anymore, whatever she was doing in the hospital. She's not allowed. She wow. Got her, she got her thing, whatever she has, ripped away, disbarred. No. Un, like she license. Got, she's not, she got her license revoked. Oh, wow. So supervised visits with the social worker. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Me and stepdaughter, not sure how we feel about each other yet. You know, we're pleasant. We talk. How's school? School's good. What grade are you in? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And Milkman is like, she'll come around. She'll come around. Don't worry. Like, you know, she doesn't really have a a proper mother figure in her life. So she'll come around. Mm-hmm. While this trial is happening, Milkman is out of town on business. He's out of the country, actually. He's out of the country. Let's do that. He's out of the country. So he can't even do anything. Okay. And so I'm left to make, to, to figure out what I want to do with the stepdaughter. Does Milkman know what's going on with the stepdaughter being kidnapped? He does because okay. I called him on recess and was like, um, by the way, your daughter got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is kind of what's going on. And he's like, well, you, you have to, you have to convict this man because it's my daughter. Like it's his only child. Mm-hmm. And I have decided that I don't want to have kids at this point mm-hmm. because I'm like old at this point. Mm-hmm. And by old, I mean, I'm like 40 or whatever, you know, Mm-hmm. But I don't want to have kids. I don't want to put the stress on my body as having a high-risk pregnancy mm-hmm. due to the hospital incident with the ex-wife. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I have so many questions. I know you have so many questions. <laughs> so he knows and he's like, you can't like, this is my only, this is, he says, this is our only child. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she's not mine, but you know what? fine i get it she's our only child <laughs> same thing there's not a lot of evidence the crown prosecutor is not really doing their job they're incompetent <laughs> they just graduated law school like i don't know what i said <laughs> <laughs> well i'm saying it you can't say it i'm saying it <laughs> okay that's not what i said though yeah it was made very clear i didn't say anything like that the crown prosecutor is young. He's not He took this case like too eagerly, you know? Like he was like, I got to prove myself to these other big shot lawyers at my, at where I, my firm. No, the government, whatever. Anyways, wherever they were, he had to prove himself. And I'm like, you're not giving me much to go on. So this is also... I keep, I get like messages from them of videos of the daughter and she's like, mommy, help me. I'm scared. 
I'm like, she called Ooh, me. and she calls you mommy. She called me mommy, which like she'd never done up until that point. And I'm like, but is she only doing it because she's kidnapped or does she actually like consider me her mom now? Mm-hmm. Like, this is something we need to unload in therapy. If she, <laughs> <laughs> we go to therapy as a family. Can you bring a therapist in during you know, the kidnapping. No, we go to therapy outside of it because of the whole hospital thing. It's fine. <laughs> There's a lot of trauma with this hospital. <laughs> I still have so many questions. <laughs> I need to know more about the scandal. <laughs> what happened at the hospital? <laughs> Don't we all want to know what happened at the hospital? Yes, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I'm like, well, we'll have to like unpack this in therapy. She makes it out. So we're sitting there and it's the second it's the last second last day of the trial before the jury goes to deliberate or whatever no it's a judge it's a bench trial so i'm the one who makes the decision there's no yeah. jury and i'm sitting there and the crown prosecutor gives me the very slightest piece of evidence The robber, the so-called robber, his pen was at the crime scene. His pen? His pen. That's right. Pen. 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 P-E-N. I-S? No, pen. Like, that you write with. His pen. Yeah, but, like, why would a pen be at a crime scene? Like, like a robber. We don't. Robbery. Uh, we don't understand these criminals. Okay, they do weird shit. <laughs> his pen is there, and we know it's his pen because the idiot was dumb enough to have his initials engraved into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my pen, <laughs> and this is my initials. Please return to this address. So. Here's my SIN number. Stop. (laughs) So his pen is there. And the crown prosecutor is like, we found this pen at the scene of the crime. What are the initials? Sir, can you read the initials? And the robber is like, he mutters the initials. And he's like, I'm sorry. Could you say that louder for the court to hear? Even though there's like nobody really in there, but he wants to make a spectacle. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to, you know, yeah. show off and be. Yeah, he's showboating. He's showboating, and he's like, the initials on it are D H, which are my initials, and he's like, exactly. So you see, Your Honor, that this person was at the crime scene, even though they deny being there. No further questions. <laughs> I rest my case. I rest my case. And he goes to sit down and like he has a older lawyer with him there that from where he works and the older lawyer's just sitting there like Jesus Christ, just end my suffering, please. <laughs> <laughs> so then the defense tries to play it off as, oh, maybe maybe the person, you know, stole his pen and they dropped it there. They planted it there, you know, whatever. And it was a frame job. Frame job. And I, even though 
this is probably a no-no. I have my phone underneath like my my judge bench thingy that I'm sitting at, and I see that they send me another message of like them holding a knife to my stepdaughter's throat. Mm. I'm like, you're the judge. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can okay. be texting. All right, I have my phone there, and I'm listening. No one knows what you're doing up there. I'm, I think I could be. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna go. never mind. Be respectful, okay, <laughs> Rachel. Be respectful, but no one knows what the judge is doing up there. So, judge can do whatever they want. Since this is his pen, we the, and the police officer gets up on the stand. They're like, "Yes, we dusted it for fingerprints. It does match his." And the robber, so-called robber, is like, "I don't know how it got there." Turns out, also, the robber failed to mention that he walks by the place that was robbed every single day. Ooh. He said, no, I was on my way to work. And I said, no, that's it. Too bad. You're guilty. <laughs> I don't say it in those exact terms, but, you know, like, I hereby find the defendant guilty of all charges. Bang my gavel. Lock the bitch up. Lock him up. Bang my gavel. And I don't have a gavel. It's Canva. Bang my fist on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> and I send a picture of the person in handcuffs to the people who kidnapped my stepdaughter and say, see, he's been convicted. And they text back with noise. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, your, the, your stepdaughter's at your house. So I rush out of the courtroom. The, the press, is, people are trying to talk to me and I'm like, I have to go. I had a milk, sh I make up an excuse. I had a milkshake. I have to shit. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Get out of my way. Tolerant. Get out of my way unless you want to smell the consequences of my actions. Don't you know who I am? I'm the and judge. Rush home. And sure enough, stepdaughter is sitting on the couch. She's shaking up. She got some bruises. She got some rope burns from being tied up, but she's okay. And I hug her and I say, I'm so sorry that this happened. I'm so sorry yeah, that this so happened to you. you. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. My... Go ahead. Okay. I say, I'm so sorry this happened to you. It's going to be okay. We're going to go out for some sushi. And she looks at me and she smiles. And then she stabs me in the neck. <gasps> Plot twist! She was in on the kidnapping job. The nine-year-old. The nine-year-old, because her criminal mother works with the people. Oh, my God. And, of course, my husband is out of the country. And he's not back for another week. So I bleed out in the house all alone. Oh my God! I discovers it until my husband gets home and finds me dead and decomposing in the foyer. Wow! Daughter is missing on the run. They took all of our money out of the safe. Yeah, and so what was the the case about? Like, who was the robber guy they wanted convicted? The robber guy was just the robber guy was the person who snitched on the mom, the ex-wife, about the oh. hospital incident. 
Okay, so it was revenge. It was revenge. Ah, makes sense. And then in his grief, because he cannot live without me in this scenario, (gasps) the milkman kills himself. Oh, no. (laughs) And we are joined together in death. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful story. (laughs) I will take no questions. Nope. <laughs> Rachel, I think I think you should write a book. <laughs> I've thought about it actually. I want to know about the hospital scandal. I think it's a very good story. Oh, the hospital scandal is very interesting. <laughs> The more you don't tell me, the more I want to know. I know, that's the point. Mm-hmm. It involved a surgery and a misplaced scalpel and needle. Oh no. Oh yes. Because I, as we, this was not mentioned, but I had cancer and I had a hysterectomy, which is why I cannot have kids. Mm-hmm. And this was after the milkman had split with his ex-wife, and she happened to be someone in the operating room. We'll not say what their role is. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it vague. And she dropped a scalpel inside me. Oh no. And then she also somehow got rid of my anesthesia and I started to wake up mid-surgery. Oh no. Oh yes. That's a horror movie in itself. Having an anesthesia fever dream about this thing and put it back and take it out and don't touch me. If you touch me, I'll have to sue. And there was a ship of Theseus there too. (laughs) Not the ship of Theseus. Not the ship of Theseus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my... I think that's about all the moral dilemmas I can handle for one day. (laughs) I'm all moraled out, Rachel. Yeah, that was a lot. (laughs) Though I don't think we went good on any one of them. No. No, I don't think we did. No, I don't think, no. No, no, we didn't actually. I don't know how we could go good on any of them. We're both in our villain eras. We are. We're in our villain era together, which is why we're best friends. Yes. For 30 years. (laughs) For longer than we've been alive. Exactly. We were friends in the womb. (laughs) We just didn't know it. We were friends in the womb. We'll be friends in the tomb. Hey! That's going on our tombstone. And on merch, if we eventually get merch. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'd like to announce to the listeners that I wrote a book and it's published now. We did! 
And it also fits with the villain era. <laughs> Specifically for the sound effect. <laughs> you are very welcome. I just discovered this the other day and I'm like, why have I not been using this? But you know. Yes, we we here at Inconsistently Consistent LTD Limited <laughs> are very proud of Melanie for publishing her book. Yes, I finally finished editing it. And now it's published as of July 25th, and it's up for sale on Amazon and Chapters and Barnes and & Noble and just about anywhere else you can buy books. And what is the name of said book? It's called The Toymaker by mm. Melanie Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N. That is my secret, super secret last name. And if in case you didn't get that, it's F like Frank, L like Lima, Y like yogurt, and like Nancy, and like Nancy. <laughs> yeah. And so it's about uh, a serial killer who turns his victims into classic toys. Ooh. Yeah. And a PI, like a psychic PI, and a nypd detective have to hunt him down Mm. yes and i'm very excited i'm also very excited so everybody support melanie get the book review the book be nice if not i'm coming for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i still don't have my copy yet <gasps> shocking no i don't have my copy it's up for sale and people can get their copies but i don't have a copy yet one of my co-workers actually bought it on her kindle with amazon oh yeah and she messaged me and was like if this book sucks i blame you i'm like that's fair because <laughs> <laughs> i haven't gotten my copy yet either because also i didn't tell you this but i can't use my debit card right now so i can't buy anything <laughs> Oh. You know, it's funny when you go into your bank account, you see a charge you don't remember, and then they freeze your your card on you. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. That sucks. Can't use my debit card. Still don't have my replacement one. It's in the mail. Ah. So, yeah. But yes, get your copy of The Toymaker. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, give her some love on the book. Yeah. Also, yeah, read it, read it, read it, or just, you know, buy it and keep it as a paperweight. I'm sure that's fine. Buy it and put it on display (laughs) on a shelf just so you look cultured. Mm -hmm. I really like the cover. It looks, it looks real creepy. Yes. The cover looks great. It's very creepy. Our next movie, because we are coming into the best season of them all. Spooky season is right around the corner. Actually has started already because Dollarama up here has Halloween decorations out. Okay, it's kind of a little early. It is never too early for Halloween. I have a shirt that says that. Well, I mean, it's like a little too early for Halloween specifically, but like spooky stuff. 
is like a year round thing. So this means this month there's going to be all the fall drinks for your inner basic white girl, <laughs> which I love. I am actually going ghost hunting in two weekends time. No. Yeah. Without me? I know. I'm sorry. I have friends up here who wanted to do it and we're going ghost hunting. Oh. But it's are okay. You gonna, like, are you going to like film it or anything? I think I might. So I've been thinking about this and let me. I was thinking about maybe filming it and then maybe we start a YouTube channel and post some extra things on there like me going, like us going ghost hunting. That would be cool. And maybe we can also post like the audio from the podcast on there. Yeah, that'd be good. So yeah, I'm going to film my ghost hunting experience and post it on a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Start a YouTube channel for all this stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll post the audio for the podcast on there. We could make like a, like a, a, a thing like Distractable does. Yeah. We are, at, we have already discussed this. We are, we are knockoff Distractable. <laughs> We're discount Distractable. We are Wish version Distractable. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we are the Wish version of Distractable. As distractible as what you ordered, we are what you got in the mail. <laughs> so, yeah, we will post the link to the YouTube channel. And I'm going to have to figure out how to edit videos because I don't know how to do that. But you know what? I didn't know how to edit a podcast. And here we are. Also, didn't realize this till I posted the episode that went up today. We hit 20 episodes. 20? 20. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's it's just Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we had twenty episodes, so if you've been with us since our first actual episode not including the trailer, so this is twenty episodes not including the trailer. Yeah. We can't but, include the trailer, that would be cheating. Yeah, but yeah, we're at 20 episodes, which is like, wow. Yeah. yeah. We've kind of hit some milestones with it, and it's just been, I kind of, I didn't realize it was 20 till I went to upload, and I was like, holy shit, it's 20 episodes. Goddamn. Yeah. And we've been doing this now for, like, what, six months? Seven months? I have no idea. Time has no meaning to me. Time is irrelevant, as we've discussed. Time is a construct. Yeah, and it comes back around. Um, But yeah, we've been doing this for a while. We're at 20 episodes, and it's like, wow, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, this is not the end of the podcast. We're not ending it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) We're just saying, like, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support that we've gotten. Thank you for... You know, people who download it and listen to it on the different platforms. We really appreciate it, especially because, like, I know when we first started, I was kind of worried that everybody was going to be like, oh, my God, that's such a stupid idea for a podcast. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, you know, it's obvious if people keep coming back, they kind of like what we're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, maybe we'll just post some bonus stuff on the YouTube channel. I don't know. Some ghost hunting videos. Maybe some... I don't know. We'll have to talk about that and figure out what we're going to post yeah. there. Well, yeah. 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 The audio from the podcast, for sure. Definitely, and yeah. Ghost hunting videos or something, for sure. If you yeah. start that, and definitely if you come down here, and then we, we've we planned a little ghost hunting if you come here. Yeah, um... I will talk to you after we finish recording just because I don't know if my parents are going to listen to this one. And I, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Anyways, <laughs> if you want to suggest ideas for us, suggest movies, talk about anything we talked about, maybe you have some different answers to some of the moral dilemmas. You can message us on Instagram. We are inconsistent podcast one. You can also message us on Facebook. We are inconsistently consistent. And you can send us an email. We are inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. Remember to like, rate, subscribe, comment, complain, all those things. Any engagement <laughs> helps us. <laughs> comment, complain. Any engagement helps us. I still have not figured out how to see if we have any comments or, or reviews or anything. I'm still working on that. But yeah. Buy Melanie's book. Yeah. And also buy the toy maker. That is your book. Oh, I said buy Melanie's book. <laughs> but I just email the the title of it. Buy the toy maker. Review the toy maker. Be no, don't become the toy maker. <laughs> don't become the toy maker. <laughs> we at inconsistently consistent do not encourage criminal behavior. <laughs> Even though we talked about doing criminal behavior on this podcast, that was just all hypothetical, jokey things. Ha ha, funnies. <laughs> Uh, all funny, all hypothetical situations. Do not commit any actual crimes. Don't actually steal people's identity. Don't drop pe don't drop scalpels in people at a hospital. Steal your neighbor's dog and murder them. Haha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Don't steal packages. Okay. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>